Welcome back. These are Pandemic Pints. We're live from Ireland. <laughs> New Year has just begun. Welcome back to Pandemic Pints, folks. It's uh, it's been a while. Um, we've we've taken quite the extended break, but we are back for 2021. It's a new season. It's a new season of new Pandemic season. Pints. Yeah, new season. We didn't take as long of a break as Game of Thrones did to no, turn no, out geez, turn out that last crap that they, uh, last season of crap that they put together. You know, we're not so. uh, we're not HBO here now. Sorry, this wine uh, bottle is very loud. So I'm glad you mentioned the wine, JP, because uh, you are celebrating the little known uh, <laughs> fest festival of winery. <laughs> I started um, this. You started so. this festival. Uh, I don't know if anybody else is celebrating it, but uh, I started it, folks. I mean, winery. I, I was invited to, to winery. I I chose to opt out um, just because I think I've had enough wine over the holiday period to last me a while. Well, see, wine is good for you. And I said, rather than not drink in January and suffer yep. uh, in lockdown three, I said, I'll just drink a bottle of wine every time I feel like drinking. So, there you go. so what kind of wine I, are you having? Well, first off, I'm drinking a pint of wine. <laughs> oh my god, oh my <laughs> Drinking wine in a pint glass because it's pandemic pints and it would be offensive if I drank it from a glass. Though the first episode we ever did, you drank wine from a wine glass. I drank a bottle of wine, yeah. Which is a, there you go. which, which, uh, I'm drinking a 2016 Barolo from Italia. Very good. I, th I think the one I had was Italian as well. Yeah, this one, you know, I was I, looking for Irish wine. I oh, wasn't yeah. optimistic that it would taste good. I, I could not find. I've I've looked for it the last few weeks. Well, I've always been looking out for. It. I just still haven't. I know you said there's Irish wineries. Yeah. I just haven't found it yet. So we got to figure out how we can get our hands on some Irish wine. I'm. I'm. Yeah. I'm. I'm sure we can. Um. It'll just maybe take a little bit of a bit of effort. I went to Super Value. I didn't go for wine. As I mentioned, I went for um, some Kinnegar. We've had Kinnegar before. This is a, I don't think we've had this one though. Scraggy Bay, India Pale Ale. Uh, it's got a, like a ship on the front of it. Um, it's pretty cool. Uh, I don't think we had that one, did we? It's very... Um, yeah, it looks nice. Very brown. Very nice. ambery. Um, so, so yeah. Oh, it smells good too. Yeah, this wine's very nice. Very nice. Go. Uh, um, so that's the first piece of ho housekeeping. JP is celebrating January. Uh, stay tuned for more wine. <laughs> uh, second housekeeping item: uh, lockdown. Here we are again. Lockdown. This is this is this is real deja vu, isn't it? Like, Jesus. This is as deja vu. Like lockdown two wasn't because like the schools are closed now, so it does. It it's cold. Bad. It's yeah. wintry. Yeah. Um, it is. It is bad, and honestly, in many, in some ways, I feel like there's a part of me that says it's worse than the first one because there's not the ooh, you know, the excitement of Zoom calls with friends. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, like yeah. an exhaustion. Everyone's and, over that. And there's a there's a pessimism running through the air about things there improving is, but, quickly. So, there is, yeah. but we'll stay we'll stay optimistic. We won't be big Moni Michaels today, will we? 
Or maybe actually we will, but well, there you never know. <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> uh, see what happens. Uh, we are in the middle of a knockdown, and nobody knows when it's going to end. So yeah. Uh, how about uh, I see a fast fact down here. A fast fact, which I think is relevant to today's topic. Today's topic. So, um, 2.2 billion people in the world do not have access to clean drinking water. 780 million of those people don't even have running water. So, when we think about, like, lockdown, pandemic, like, oh, you got to wash your hands. It's like, they can't even wash their hands. (laughs) And even the ones that do have running water, it's joke. not actually clean water. How yeah. in this current world, yeah. when there's so much money uh, and so much technological advancements, can we not have everybody with clean drinking water is beyond me. But That's pathetic, really. So, anyways, there we go. So that's the fast that, fact. That is fast fact. And that is relevant because today we are talking about giving. We are talking about charities, donations, so on and so forth. We're going to try and capture um, as much as we can on those um, on those topics. So I guess to set the scene, 2020 was a difficult year for everybody. Um, and it was a year in which I guess we, we all complained a lot, right? But, uh, you know, when you read out a fast fact like that, it kind of puts things into perspective. Yeah, and I think too is, um, you know, some people, I mean, we're locked in our houses, you know, we can't go more than five kilometers, we're sick of our, you know, everybody in our family because we don't, we're seeing the same three people all the time and there's things that we complain about, but I'd say many of us haven't really been hurt financially. In some ways we actually, we talk about, oh, we've been saving money, we have more money now because Mm. of the lockdown. But I think there's certain people that have struggled financially, but a large portion of us actually are stock markets going up, all these things, you know, it's just like Mm. people have more money now than before the lockdown. Um, So I thought it's actually inspired by like new year. We should have like a positive message to start off the year, but also one of our listeners, uh, she was me and her were talking, Michelle, and she was saying like, you know, sometimes I don't know who to give money to because you get skeptical because you hear about some of these charities that are like scams or they're they're mm. not really doing real good in the world. Um, so I said, I'm going to do a little bit of detective work and really explore that accusation. Is this a myth or, you know, like, is this just people making up this because they don't want to give, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I went off and uh, did a little bit of research. And, um, your, your your research does does it make you more of a skeptic or more of a uh, a giver? Well, let's before I go into that. Where are you on charities and stuff? Like, where's your what's your thinking on it? And um, I, I I I think I think charities need more help than they've ever needed before because they don't have the same. You know, a lot of charities get money based off of being, you know, boots on the ground, going out, collecting funds and 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 holding events and so on. And all that stuff is gone. Right. So I think I think charities need us more than ever. My 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 I have no issues with charities. I think they do uh, phenomenal work, at least the legitimate ones. My 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 sadness maybe with charities is that I, I wish we didn't need them. I wish there wasn't a gap in what. Uh, countries can provide their citizens and unfortunately uh, the the 
you know, it falls on charities a lot of time to actually provide what are basic stuff. So, so that's my issue. I, I wish we didn't need them. You know, I wish governments had the um, the balls to actually step up and and provide and not have to uh, almost outsource to charities in a way. Uh, but yeah, I, I, have, I have huge respect for for um, a lot of charities. Yeah, that was spoken like a true socialist there. <laughs> no i would agree with you it's a shame that you need it, it is a shame that you need charities in one aspect like you know mm. but i i think too in certain countries maybe they they favor a more limited government approach you know yeah. i'm not i don't i'm not going to say which one's better than the other people you know in different countries choose different ones but i think the big thing is is there people stepping up to help help out yeah. and help others you know like that's the big thing and i think there's some great people that are doing some great work yeah. and i'm inspired to be more intentional and i'll share some of those things later about charities but before i kind of get into it I, I needed to look at the research and just there's different statistics but there's different large you know really well-known groups that have said around 35 to 40 percent of the money that charities collect goes towards administration costs now that's on average and there's a lot of mm. charities that do a lot of different things but i feel like there's certain charities out there when i look at these charities that are on the bad list they are clearly using the words like cancer and children mm. yeah, just yeah. to get people to give them money so there's this fellow named james t edwards mm -hmm. this guy is a douchebag james t edwards has multiple charities but his cancer fund for america is one of the worst rated charities um, in the States. It pay, that organization itself pays him $240,000 for his role. My God. He has multiple what charities that he's getting paid. He's paid more than a million dollars a year wow. on all these charities he's running. But, oh yeah, Cancer Fund of America. I mean, that sounds like a great organization. Yeah. And if the Cancer Fund of America is like, oh yeah, yeah. would you give $5 to us? It'd be like, Sure, I would give you yeah. five dollars, but your five dollars, at least two fifty of that, is going is going to this guy to, to pay to this clown. It's it's like those um some of those uh, mega churches. You know, isn't there a guy down in 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 Houston, Texas? I forget his name. You know the face. He's he's one of these um, you know, he's got his own TV channel and you know millions and millions of followers, and he he drives around in like Lamborghinis and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, when people give to the church, it's that that kind of stuff really, it's really horrible. bothers me because it's it's preying, right? It's preying on already you know vulnerable um, people. You know, if they feel the need to to reach out to a, a church or something like this and give to a church, and then you know the guy behind the scenes is just driving around in a Ferrari. It's just that just really bothers me. Well, that's just because you know he's really committed to jesus and that's why he's got a ferrari <laughs> that's their whole argument right i'm in the wrong uh, game altogether there you go you should just be a better christian than you'd have a ferrari <laughs> if you give more then you'll eventually get 10 times back right there that's what go. they say i think that's i think that's their scam there um speaking oh, yeah. of that those type of people i remember there was a firefighters group that would call around christmas in tennessee and like one year i gave because like the firefighters are like oh yeah like we're raising money and you know it's to support firefighters that maybe die and their families i'm like oh yeah absolutely like i'm in you know mm. and 
Then the next year, for whatever reason, I was like, he called at a very awkward time. I was like, I just said to the guys, like, listen, this isn't a good time. Like, can you just maybe call back another time or something? Like, I, I can't go get my, you know, like, I just didn't have the time. Yeah. And the guy got really aggressive. And he's like, nope, nope, you just won't answer again. I'm like, no, no, no. Like, I gave last year. He's like, no, no, that's what they always say. That's what they always say. Oh my god! <laughs> you clear. He's like, you clearly don't care about the children of firefighters. Ooh. I mean, like, just You're getting shamed into shamed it, shamed and blamed. And then I was like, this is awkward. And so I was like, eh, all right, I'm gonna take a step back here. So I was like, you know what? Hang up, click. And then I actually was reading and doing my research, and the 20 <clears throat> worst charities that you could give money to in America, and the Firefighters Association is one of it. Ninety percent of it just wow. goes to the people 90 percent, only 10 percent actually goes towards families but that's incredible they, what were they raising money for the firefighters families that like say a firefighter dies it's for oh, okay okay their families okay yeah, yeah. I, I get what you mean yeah aggressive charities i, I don't think if i've encountered anybody too um too aggressive we don't get have you had people call to the house here in ireland i i don't i've had one or two um but but none that i would like recognize on a national level um i don't know sometimes the people that call to the house i'm not sure if i trust them all that much yeah you you need to do do like your due diligence and and even then yeah. when you do it like i know there was the wounded warrior project which was huge in the oh, states yeah. that had a huge a skin thing, isn't it but that had a huge scandal. They oh, were oh, they were living it up. All the administrators, really? they oh, were yeah. like, they were like Wall Street bankers. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, it's just nonsense. So what? you can actually look up, and there's the Consumer Reports. You know, you can you can look up different lists, and mm. uh, there's charity ratings, like how legit they are. Yeah. Um. The the other beef I have with charities is some of this philanthrop. What does it say? Philanthropy you have it? is like it's what did you hear me? What what happened? Yeah, I was oh, just okay, I was just saying you you have the word. <laughs> okay, this philan <laughs> <laughs> this philanthropy that it's some the of wine. these there you go that some people do they're really like they're millionaires billionaires. I I think some of these events I get. You know, you're going to have these super fancy meals and caviar. And, but, like, you're raising money for the poor, but you're sitting here eating caviar and lobster. Mm. And you're, you know, it's just, like, over-the-top stuff. And, you know, it's it an auction on thousands a, just to put it on. I know. And it's just, yeah. like, do you could you just give the money? Like, there, there just seems something fundamentally wrong about that type of, of yeah. of charity it's like we're gonna raise money for the poor but while we yeah. do it we're gonna be buying a let's, yacht let's go all out. and i'm gonna yeah, eat yeah. my caviar and my lobster yeah yeah that that is that is uh quite troublesome actually when you when you when you praise it uh like that i i guess the the one of the, the good aspects about you know technology and advancements and so on and so forth is that um Anyone can kind of go online, right? With with the likes of GoFundMe and um, so on and so forth, um, to 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 raise money for charity. What's your what's your opinion on those kind of on those kind of sites? Did a bit of research on GoFundMe. 
GoFundMe right. looks out for things that are illegal, but they don't really look into are they legitimate. So GoFundMe, the organization, when you say like I say, hey, I need, um, I have cancer and I need you know help to pay for the costs. Right. They don't look into the legitimacy of that claim. But if I was doing, oh, okay, if I okay, was okay, wanting okay. money for like illegal activities or something like that, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what people would be doing trying to raise money for legal activities but you know it's either way it's um that that was the thing i know there's been hasn't there been cases of like people going on like um i i I don't know i won't name one particular event but like a terrible event happens and then someone sets up a gofundme for the quote unquote families of the victims or survivors but then just like you know has no actual connection to the families and just like pockets the cash right like hasn't that stuff happened before? oh yeah that yeah. happens but it and also, there's no I, controls in place to like stop that happening no there isn't and right. so it's that gofundme like if you know the person i think that i would be like oh i know them and i know that they right. have this right. thing i will help out but just like see just things that get viral on gofundme usually have some big celebrity or big instagram or twitter person that you know, gets backs them. So for instance, I was reading this story about this one guy saw like he was trying, he ran a GoFundMe for the cancer treatments for his mother. Didn't have enough money, like legitimate. And this is some article in one of the Irish newspapers, but this, he was like barely scraping any money. Like nobody's donating money. And then he saw this other GoFundMe where someone was raising money to have an operation for their cat <laughs> and let's just say like he had raised maybe like a thousand euros and the cat operation person had raised like 30,000 euros oh because God. some insta model tweet re, yeah, re- yeah. sent it out like, like oh look this how poor, amazing this is this yeah. poor cat right i hate God cats almighty. just side note but i mean isn't that like so he's that's, like apparently classic i should have just said wrong my cat has cancer and I would have gotten more money Got than money, yeah. my elderly mother. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's messed up. So it's totally messed up. Yeah. It's classic social media. Arseways view on things though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, totally. Um, background. I mean, there's also stuff you can do, I guess as individuals on the ground, like charity runs, stuff like that. Um, you've done one. I, I've done one. Uh, I remember it, I think in in the old days the charity runs were were much more um not that they were more popular but they were more i suppose um legitimate than than kind of uh a lot of the stuff you see nowadays you now, what's what's the story with the charity run and like explain what you mean there because I have a certain skepticism towards them now it's and it's you know it used to be like oh I'm gonna get a one dollar for every mile i or you know, meter I run, I don't know. But like, what's your skepticism towards them now? Oh, no, I'm, I'm not saying I do have skepticism t- towards them. I, I think they're they're one of the, the better organized. I'm saying compared to, you know, the likes of the cat operations and, you know, so oh, on and so forth. Okay. I think I think if it I think if it's organized on like a, a kind of, a, you know, a local or even a national level and it's something where people can be held accountable I think that's much much better than you know an anonymous person sitting behind the stairs and you know my my make believe cat has to have an operation you know I have amazing story of a charity 
walk. Go on. So I don't know if it was Melissa or her sister, but for some reason we one of them decided to do the March of Dimes walk. Now this is in like Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. And so we go to the March of Dimes walk and we show up and say there's 2,000 people at it. Mm -hmm. And we look at it and there's like music and there's like all the events and there's the tents and it's like a 5K walk. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not a super long walk. Mm. And uh, we line up and we take off. But all of a sudden we realize it's actually three loops. So you have to do three loops uh, to do the 5K. Now there's easily 1,500 people at this this walk. Now halfway through the first loop, there is a station for drinks. It's not. It's like a water station, but it, I don't know if there's water. There's just soda <laughs> and candy bars. <laughs> oh man! So this blows my mind. Now I don't like walking behind people, so we end up getting to the front. And yeah. anyways, we go all the way and we go to the first loop, and you see these tents as you pass the. You know, you do loop one. There's these tents, and there's all these people, and they got hot dogs and potato chips and <laughs> and like all this food that you go. You know, so yeah. maybe you spend like ten dollars so to like, do the walk. But there's like all this tailgating, but you you walk to pl- from place to place or something. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so there's all this. I don't even know like exactly how much money they're raising here, but I mean they paid for all this, you know, free hot dogs and yeah, yeah chips. Sure. Not that hot dogs are expensive, but anyways, I'm like, oh, I'm looking forward to that hot dog after lap three. Mm. We do the second lap. We come back and we're remember we're the leaders of the pack out of fifteen hundred people right. likely, right? I would say easily ninety nine percent of people have just camped out Stop. and eating hot dogs. <laughs> they weren't oh doing lap two God. and three. We did lap two and then we did lap three with the children, mind you. Yeah, we did all three laps. <laughs> I don't know if there was another per one other person. It was like. This is going to sound bad, but I felt like I was on the, like I was at Walmart. I mean, it was just like, it was very stereotypical Americans. Yeah. It was like, really like, come on people. First off, do we really need hot dogs that bad that we just quit? Like they, nobody did the 5k scam. I I suppose though the money was already raised right at that point. Was it? Yeah. But like, here's my thing. Like, if you say like, "Hey, give me money because I'm gonna walk 5k," <laughs> walk 5k. Give me money because I'm gonna go and get a, a hot dog. No, I'm yeah. gonna walk, you know, 2k and then sit down and eat yeah. hot dogs and potato chips. Yeah. Like, come on, people. <laughs> and then you know the worst thing was there was like no hamburgers left. There was just like crappy hot dogs. I was dogs. gonna say. I was. I was gonna say. I bet by the time you got to the end, sure, it no, was probably all gone. Oh god, lads! Oh my god, nothing good. Unreal. It was a joke. <laughs> and then it was like, but no, the worst thing is we get to the end, and they're all cleaning up. They're like, oh hey, we got some leftover hot dogs. I'm like, yeah, yeah. And like, here's the bottom of the barrel stuff. And everyone's like clearing out. I'm like, lads, you're supposed to do three laps. Everyone's leaving. They couldn't wait to get home. So that's my charity run experience. So I'm like yeah. anti charity runs. Favorite charities? Do you have but, any favorite but, charities? But hold on, the ch- hold, hold on. Okay, go ahead. On the par- on the charity run thing, you have to say at least at least the money was raised. You know what I mean? Like, I, I it, it is way better than some black tie event. 
Absolutely. Yeah. I yeah. am all about – in fairness, I'm not that really that anti-charity runs. I think it gets everybody out. It gets people exercising, even if it's only 2Ks. They probably consumed even if way more. Even if you at the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> and Snickers and Coke. Yeah. But regardless, it's bringing people together in a healthier, healthy-ish potential way. Yeah. I, I'm all about it. Um, you know, so it's great. So. Yeah, yeah. Your favorite charities, though. Let's let's talk about our favorite charities. Let's. We've had a lot of negativities, so. <laughs> yeah, favorite charity. So I, I would say anything close to home is is kind of on top of my list in in terms of favorite charities. So I would I would pick out two. I would pick out um, Jack and Jill, which is a an Irish uh, charity that helps out um, families of of sick children. I think it's a phenomenal charity. The, the, backstory to it is is great maybe it's not something we'll get into now but if anyone uh, wants to to look it up and and, uh, and do some research on it it's it's a very worthwhile um charity if you're if you're willing to donate and then another one is a charity called Felicon. Felicon is a charity that supports uh parents again who have uh lost children through predominantly uh, neonatal death or or stillbirth so it's obviously a very important charity as well and one which which they do a lot of stuff i suppose on the ground and stuff but you know because it's such a a small group of people that they help out they don't really get as much uh, national coverage maybe as, as some of the other ones so so that's absolutely another charity that i would i would recommend people to go ahead and and take a look at and and donate if you're uh, if you're willing to. So they would be my two my two favorite ones. How about you? Well, I read the story about Germain that started Jack and Jill, and it was oh yeah amazing story. Um, mm. I've obviously seen through your experience the actual amazing work that they do. Mm. I prior to that, I would have just seen the Jack and Jill like you know boxes to donate at the cash register, yeah. right? Um, and you know, you can drop your change in, which I'd say they're really hurting now that people are really oh, going are. to contact. So charities hurt now. Yeah. So you really, that's where they I'm had like, a, they had a, sorry to jump on the Jack and Jill train. They had a, um, an auction around, uh, last in this, in the, in the autumn time, I think to raise money. Do you remember this? Was I telling you about this? You were, Jack you were and Jill. they had an auction. Like one of the things they auctioned off was, um, Paul Meskel donated his shorts that he wore in Normal People, his uh, his GA shorts. They was one of the things that they auctioned off, and obviously, you know, all the money raised uh, went towards um, towards towards Jack and Jill. Um, I didn't buy Paul Meskel's shorts, but uh, someone did for like eight hundred euros. So that's amazing. So Jeez, that's... I'd, have, I'd have paid at least nine hundred for them. <laughs> <laughs> so so that's eight hundred euro Jack and Jill got. So and it's nice because you know someone like Paul Meskel stepped up and was like, you know, how can I help? Uh, which which was nice, and lots of other people did too. So, so that was very good. But anyway, you were saying, yeah, yeah, no, they're a fantastic organizations. So uh, I highly recommend all our Irish listeners, you know, find you know those are good ones. You know, we know that they're good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I we've been big fans of Melissa and I of Charity Water. Uh, if you look them up, they are very very legit as far as every they are very transparent and all your money goes directly towards actually providing in, in clean water, drinking water for people around the world. And um, you can just directly see the impact of your donations there. So, I mean, coming back to our, our pandemic fast fact, it's like 
Mm. I mean, gosh, when we think about like clean water, like that's pretty important. So I just feel like they're a great organization to do. Uh, the other one is uh, uh, Family Independence Initiative. I had read a book years ago um, and I had heard about them from the book and then I read a book by their founder. They're a fantastic organization in the States that I think does great work. Um, I gave part of the proceeds of my book sales um, to to the, to the to the organization. They work with you know families in areas that are struggling struggling with poverty in the mm. states, and they're really amazing. In the you know the, some of the facts that they come out with just around how poverty is such a cycle. Like over ninety percent of people that drop below the poverty line, uh, over ninety percent of them get out of it within five years but only to return to it. So like, it's just a cycle of getting out of it. Mm. You know, you get the benefits, but then there's that, when you're not getting those benefits, you struggle so hard. So they work with those people right above the poverty line that the government doesn't take care of. And they help mm. empower them in ways that they're really connecting families. I mean, it's just, it's a really, really cool organization uh, that does great stuff. So I love, I really like their work. Um, we, you know, try to continue to give to them and, and support them just because I think their whole philosophy is fantastic. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I never heard of them uh, before, actually. Um, so, so how would you, um, how would you, uh, in you know, in twenty twenty one, go about uh, go about donating and go about uh, go about giving? What's what's some of the smart ways to do it so you know your money's kind of going to the right place and maybe the money you give gets kind of uh, matched as well in some instances. Well, I think, you know, read the reports before you give anything substantial, you know, obviously throwing five euros into the can or something like that, or about something that just someone's asking. Like I've always been that around. Like I'm not, I'm always like with homeless people. I'm like, some people don't like to give money to them. Like, Oh, he's going to go buy a drink. I'm like, what's five euros to me. Like maybe it is mm. giving him a meal and stuff like that. I don't get too caught up in those type of things, you know, mm. But um, so you can do the research, especially if you're giving a lot of money. A lot of employers match. And if your they employer do, yeah. doesn't match, you should actually reach out to your HR and see if they will do a at least a 50% match or something like that. You should yeah. pressure your workplace of work to start matching your donations. So I know with Melissa's at Google, Google matches up to 10,000 euros. And the other thing is you can do it where they take, I think it's really great when you take it right out of your paycheck. So it's not like you're, you're you know, yeah. like it's just if it automatically is coming to your paycheck, that's great. Or um, put on on auto pay, like you auto pay your Netflix, you auto pay, you know, your cell phone bill, you auto pay your yeah. TV. Why not auto pay five, ten euros to or ten dollars to a, a really good cause? You know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and a lot of them, a lot of the big company, any company, I'm pretty sure. I don't know exactly company tax law, but I'm pretty sure any company can give to charity and, and like write it off. Right. So it's almost like th there's a benefit to them to, to giving, you know, it doesn't impact their bottom line as much as you would think it would. Right? Same for us. Right. Like if you give and same for us. Yeah. And same I, us. I think it's in Ireland. Right. You give it. So right off of yeah. the taxes. So it's the same Donations, in the States yeah. too. So, yeah. you know, it's, which I think, you know, it doesn't make it less, worthy it just maybe makes us able to give more you know in the sense of the yeah. fact of like uh we're able to to afford that you know i mean i think we're always looking for 
ways to uh, get a new car up, you know, do some repairs in the yeah, house, yeah, yeah. you know, have a good, I like the holiday. But I think this got me my, my final thoughts is just like, you know, like <sighs> let's put a little bit of thought, you know, if we just put even a little bit of thought into the charities we're given to, uh, even half the thought, a quarter of the thought that we put into our holiday this summer, you know, yeah, that that would do a lot of good, you know. And I think it and feels it, good to do that type of work, you know, or to support people like that. And and you know, every little bit helps. You know, you might think your your two or three euro is in, is insignificant, or two or three dollars. It's not. I mean, that that does help as long as it's. A, you know, a legit charity, it does absolutely help because if we all had that thought, then, you know, nobody would give anything ever. And charities need more help than ever. You know, they don't have the, 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 the boots on the ground collecting. They don't have the events that they used to run and so on and so forth. So they're trying to be creative as well in ways to, to raise money like the Jack and Jill auction and so on and so forth. So whatever you can, you can do. And, you know, these are tough times for everybody. So, um, if you can, you can, and if you can, great. So I would, I would say that. Um, how is your wine? Oh, this is great wine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sorry, God. inside joke there. No, it's great wine. It's great wine. I mean, I'm not a big fan of drinking wine in a pint glass. I wouldn't have thought I would be a big fan of it, but, but you uh, are now. you're a convert. <laughs> I'm a bit of a convert, yeah. Pint throw of wine. The, throw out the wine glasses. It's pint glasses from now on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who needs those fancy things, you know? Yeah. Smelling it out of the pint glass here, you know? Percolating, yeah. whatever it is they call it. So how about that? Uh, it was good. So if, you, if you're if you in, I got, I got a Lidl. 2016 Barolo. Very dry if you like a dry wine. I like my wine really dry. So How much is uh, that now? Uh, this was... It's cheap enough. It was from Lidl, was it? 12 euro, maybe? So, oh, yeah, yeah I, I've, I don't mind. I, I, I used to get hung up on the price of wine. Like, oh, you know, this is, don't want to spend over 10. But like, I've known like if you can move from not in my nine to 11 or 12, sometimes it can be a nice upgrade if you can go back a few years, you know? Sometimes so. it's, it's a big jump in terms of quality, like the, yeah, the extra yeah. one or two. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think it also, I think the big thing, I, I don't, I don't know a lot about wine. Maybe we should have a wine episode, but uh <laughs> To that, like I just think the year is important, you know, in many ways. Like the old, you know, is it? yeah, it is. It is. I, I'd say it's the easiest way to pick better what? wines. So the older, the better. Yeah, yeah, but and that's that's it. I, I know that sixteen was a good year. I don't know. Uh, maybe it was a good year, but I, I, I just feel like if you get a two thousand eighteen wine to two thousand sixteen wine. I drank a lot of wine over Christmas and I was comparing, <laughs> comparing and the only common factor I could find was like the extra couple of years definitely helped. So, Oh really? Okay. Yeah. How was your beer? Uh, it was actually really nice. Yeah. I mean, Kinnegar never really lets us down in Donegal. Um, Scraggy Bay IPA. Delicious. Great. Scra I would, I would certainly get it again. What is that? 5.3%. Uh, and here's why I appreciate Kinnegar. Just a slight rant about the, tell us uh, why. Tell the us why. Price, the price of some of the uh, some of the crap. I think this this Kinnegar was three twenty five for a five hundred mil can. Which I mean, obviously, you know, it's it's more expensive than you know a lot of the mass produced stuff. Fine. That's the whole that's the whole point, right? We you know it's 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 not produced on the same level. They they can't cut it cost as much, so that's fine. But some of them, 
there was craft beer in Super Value today for seven euro a can. What was it? Like, uh, we, I won't name and shame, um, but seven euro a can. I was like, how is this justified? You could you could get a bottle of wine cheaper. Or, do you know what? Do you know what I, I'd rather do with that seven euro? I'd rather give it to charity. Oh, oh, you know, that was just. I think that's really extortionate. Seven euro for a can of beer. Yeah, yeah. You know, side note on that. After our beer, non-alcoholic beer November, which, yeah. by the way, I think that's why we were so complainy in November is because we were drinking shitty beer. <laughs> Not actual beer, just Possibly. piss water. Possibly. But uh, I've seen like more and more, uh, you know, stores that now have the non-alcoholic section. The whole section dedicated to it. Yeah. I'm like, where is this coming from? Where was this? We, I think we started it. I think we started it. Last. <laughs> there we go. Oh, my God. Amazing. Well, it's a great well, episode today. To the end of our first 2021 episode, uh, the wine is flowing, the beer is flowing. We uh, hope to see you again next week. Until We then. love you, Ireland. Cheers. <laughs>